0: Welcome to the Link Adelaide Fringe Festival podcast, featuring interviews with some of the artists bringing shows to the 2011 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And I'm here with uh, Flourke Kilpatrick, uh, one of the writers of a brand new piece of uh, theatre called Skin House, uh, which is coming to the Adelaide Fringe. Welcome back to Adelaide.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Uh, It is your partial home.
1: Yeah, I I was born here. No, I wasn't born here, I lie, um, but I did grow up here from about the age of three months and I've come back here with theatre probably about two or three times a year. So, cool. yeah, so it's a very big part of my theatre and a big part of my life.
0: Yeah, and you've had a number of successes here, both during the Fringe and outside the Fringe. You were last year for Insomnia Cat, came to say, a the work that you wrote. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think your big, big success
1: iExist.com I um, at last year's Fringe that received really excellent reviews and fantastic reviews from the advertiser and great responses from school groups that was aimed specifically at high school students, so this year's a bit different for us, um, obviously.
0: Yeah, Skinhouse, it's about yourself and uh, your flatmate who you've uh, co-wrote it with,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Christina, yeah. and uh, she's worked in the sex industry.
1: She sure did, yeah. So she's been in the sex industry on and off for 15 years, um, so it's about, so the show was about essentially the sex industry and how to leave it. It's a really addictive industry to be in, regardless of drugs, I'm, I'm not talking addictions but just in terms of what it does to a person and how it makes a person feel about themselves it's a very difficult industry and world to leave
0: what roles did Christina have in industry
1: um, she worked um, as a prostitute for probably all up about five years and the rest of the time she was working as a madam so behind the desk she was never on the streets it was always in Brussels um, which is a very different world to working the streets um, and she She's quite determined to make that distinction between the two. Uh, I guess because most of us who haven't been in the industry, um, most of our understanding of it comes from films and Hollywood, where we, you know, all sex workers are on the street wearing fishnet stockings and, and leaning into men's cars to try and pick up, and and a poorly educated, illiterate, um, you know. Drug addicted woman, and uh, that's really not the case with her. So, it's a really big focus of this show is to try and is to show a really truthful version and to show that just because you've been in that industry doesn't automatically mean you are an illiterate, foolish woman. No.
0: Do you know how hard it was for her to come? Because obviously, obviously, a lot of this is about her. Um, and a lot of it would have involved her talking about her experiences. Is that hard for her to do. Or?
1: It's um, she's a very open, open woman. So she's she's always talked about it very freely. Um, our very beginning stages of making this show were purely us sitting around in our house because we were living together at the time. Um, often it was actually me sitting on the bath mat in the bathroom while she was doing her makeup to get ready for work and me interviewing her. And in that situation, it wasn't particularly hard or well, certainly she didn't make it seem that she'd answer questions incredibly naturally which was what made me want to put it on stage because if she just stood up there and cried for an hour that would be horrific theatre I wouldn't want to see that mm. um, but she answered it so naturally and and openly that certainly at the beginning it didn't seem that hard making the actual show that's been pretty challenging it's, it's you know we're making a show about the hardest parts of her life and of course that's That's really difficult. It's been difficult for both of us, really. Um, And some days a piece, a line or a scene will suddenly be much, much harder than it has been any other day before that. It's quite intriguing. Yeah, suddenly a piece, suddenly a bit will be the most difficult thing she's ever said, whereas yesterday was just fine.
0: And is it, do you think it's rewarding for her to come through and do it?
1: I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. I've said to her several times. I've said, I, you know, I really hope that in the end this is a meaningful, positive experience for you, and, and not going to be something you're going to take therapy to get over. But no, I think she's very. She she wants Skin has to be the way that she sort of ends that chapter of her life. And, mm. That and that shows that she's an incredible actor, incredible writer, incredible creator of theatre. And so this is the way that for her she can say, I'm more than just the sex industry. I can I'm so much more than the sex industry that I can use all of that to create something beautiful and artistic and poignant and that shows that I'm not a sex worker now, I am a theatre maker.
0: And obviously she is not in probably not in the sex industry now. No um what what what's she doing now?
1: Um a lot of theatre. She's um she's to try and get her to for this season is even difficult. She's making uh, so she's just come straight out of another play, Cecilia, she bitch of Broadway, um, and another play before that called Outlaws. So she's making a lot of that. You know, we've all got most of us have our little outside job as well. It's not theatre, so she does does a bit of that. But for the most part, she is writing songs. She's acting. She's writing script. She, she did the music for this show as well. She's a very talented musician. She's a pretty amazing woman.
0: Cool. And both of you have a lot of music in you because I know that you've got a music degree.
1: Um, no. Um, I, I not
0: music degree.
1: I did start um, when I, I did single studies at the Elder Conservatorium here and I moved to Victoria to do classical singing. Um, but then discovered that theatre was actually much more up my alley, um, yeah. said the things I wanted to say, so I started the degree, well done, um, but yeah so we do both have an awful lot of music in our background, I'm from a big classical music family mm-hmm. and, um, and likewise Christina has always sung and played the piano, one of one of my favourite memories of hers is she says that the day that she discovered that not all adults could play the piano, and it took her a very long time to <laughs> presume that when when you're an adult that you know how to play the piano. <laughs>
0: Um, so obviously then the, the show will feature a lot of music as well as a big part of it. So it's not just going to be a large theatre piece, there's going to be a lot of music going through the piece as well. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it, we're not calling it a musical or a cabaret, but it's a play with songs. So there's yeah. new there songs throughout. Um, yeah, which which I like because think about it. I like creating theatre in a slightly heightened world. But But that said, it's not particularly heightened for us because when we did live together, that was... A natural part of our lives it's, it's actually been quite difficult for us because because it is such a um you know if someone starts singing you go okay this, this isn't real life now this mm-hmm. is singing but in actual fact we did just stand around the piano and make up harmonies together and sing constantly so yeah all
0: right well that's the all the time we've got uh so thank you very much for your time Claire skin house by Quiet Little Fox will be on at the Tuxedo Cat Blue Room at Electra House at 131 King William Street in the city uh, from the 18th to the 22nd of February, then the 24th to the 26th of February, all at 8.45pm. Tickets at uh, $22 and available uh, through Fringe Tickets. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. For more on these and other shows in the festival, check adelaidefringe.com.au or visit linkadelaide.com.au.